Howdy folks, it's Denise, your homegirl from Paranormal BuzzFeed. Now you may hear some noise in the background, I do apologize. I'm on lunch and my neighbors here are working and they're making a ruckus. So again, I apologize, so bear with me in this. So tonight's episode or today's episode depends on what wherever you hear it, whenever you hear it is going to be on a very hot topic back in the day um it was a controversial topic it had ufo enthusiasts up in arms you know like oh the ufos are here and then it had other people saying ah no the military was doing testing with you know with jets and stuff and formations and so on. And if you haven't guessed what I'm talking about, I am talking about the Phoenix Lights. Now, um, if you don't know what happened or what the Phoenix Lights are, it was a, a series of widely sighted UFOs. I'm using UFOs in air quotes, so if you can picture that, it's UFOs in air quotes seen um in the skies over arizona nevada and then the mexican state of sonora so let's start with the with the the timeline so this event took place march 13th 1997 between i'm going to use pacific time because it's just easier for me because i live in the pacific coast between 7 30 p.m and 10 30 p.m and it states that thousands of people, and I mean thousands in air quotes, um, saw lights in the shape, in the, I'm sorry, in the space of 300 miles. So that would bring it from the Nevada um, state line through Phoenix and then to the edge of Tucson. Now, two things happened. Um, the triangle formation of the lights that passed over the state and then a stationary series of lights that were seen in the Phoenix area. Um, witnesses also claimed to have seen a large square shaped UFO that had five lights. So the first call came in at 6.55 p.m. Um, it was reported seeing a V-shaped object above Henderson, Nevada. It, the gentleman stated that it was uh, the size of a Boeing 747 and it sounded like rush, like rushing wind. And then it had six lights on the edge and it moved from northwest to southeast. The second um, report came in from Arizona and it was seen at uh, 7.15 p.m. And was, uh, it was a gentleman driving um, north when he saw a cluster of lights in the sky. And the cluster was compromised of four lights together with a fifth one trailing it. And according to the policeman, the, the individual lights formed what to be appear um, be separated by some 
red, um, some red or orange lights amongst the white lights. Now, we can we jump over to Prescott and Prescott Valley. Now, the lights that see, were seen over Prescott, Prescott Valley were around 817. Um, the callers there were calling in and telling, I guess, 911 that um, the object had literally blacked out or blocked out so much of the night sky. Now, in my opinion, that's a one big ass UFO. I mean, okay, granted, I don't know how big a UFO is, but if it's going to block out a certain amount of space, that's huge. That's like really, really huge. And the night sky is really, 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 really huge. So that was um, another incident that happened in Prescott, Prescott Valley. Now, John Kaiser and his family noticed um, a cluster of lights to the west, northwest of where they lived. The lights, according to him, formed a triangle shape and all appeared to be red except for the one in front which appeared to be white. Now the other lights appear to be red uh, or appear to be white with red. So, you know, there's variations. And lasted anywhere from two to three minutes and were seen to bank right and then disappeared into disappeared to the southwest of Prescott Valley. This, this little town of Dewey, 10 miles east of Prescott, had six people who saw the large cluster of lights northbound on Highway 69. So you got to wonder, um, with all of these sightings on this particular night, could it be military? Could the military be out nearby doing its testing or doing, you know, it's some experiment with the jets or whatever the case may be. So you, you have to kind of wonder what the military is doing. I would. And then I would wonder if there's any military bases nearby. So before the incident occurred, People at the Naval Hood Reservation um, were already seeing things in the sky. Um, but they really didn't pay any attention to it. So it's like they kind of like brushed it off because you figure you're, on a, you're on, a, on, on a base and you have to know that they're doing experiments or they're testing jets or stuff like that. So you figure okay you know now you know we're, we're doing stuff now people um, have claimed that they saw these crafts at lower altitudes gliding slowly some say it was some say that they took off with tremendous speed over a mile maybe two miles um, some say uh, that they, um, some said, 
sorry, some said they had um, this feeling of peace um, come over them as these objects were flying by. Um, nobody said it was fear-based. Nobody said it was, you know, like terror. Or it was just a very peaceful, calming effect. While others say they received a message stating, don't worry, we are not here to hurt you. Well, shit. If you're here to, if you're even flying that low and you're not here to scare us or hurt us, mm, okay, but what's the reason for you to fly that low? You can see us from all the way out there. I don't know. I just, I find, I find that a bit odd. Now, according to some skeptics, we got to love the skeptics because if we don't have skeptics, well, we don't have an interesting story. Um, some say that there's a logical explanation to all of this. Now, remember when I said military and then there's a base? Okay, so this is where the skeptics say that there's uh, a logical reason to it. Some say that it's part of the part of Operation Snowbird, um, which, from my research, was a pilot training program by the Air National Guard out of Davis Air Force Base in Tucson. Now, according to them, according to the skeptics, what people saw were flying A's could have been the A-10 jets. Now, it is said that they, they flew under visual flight rules, which I will, when according to my research and according to the, the article I looked up, uh, visual flight rules is supposed to mean no need to check in with airports along their route. Don't know if it's true. Um, don't know if it's false. So, again, I'm just stating what was said. Um, while the formation was made, the jets, these jets in particular, again, don't know if it's true, don't know if it's not, don't have blinking lights. Um, they have, their lights are more like landing lights. Um, the A-10s, now according to um, the base, the A-10s flew over Tucson and landed at Davis about 8.45 p.m. So that could mean that these A-10 jets um, were part of the whole uh, three states, you know, up in arms, you know, driving all this chaos. But then again, you have to stop and think about it. How far can a jet go on fuel? Well, you know, depending on how fast they're traveling. 
some some witnesses stated that the jets were traveling fast because it was making this whooshing noise so how much fuel does that take jet take i don't know i'm not an expert i'm not in the military um some people say that they were pretty big uh as like a seven of the boeing 747 again I don't know how big these jets are. I don't understand um, if the UFOs, the lights were in the formation, were as big as Boeing 747. Um, I believe the jets are smaller, more compact. But again, I could be wrong. Don't shoot the messenger. Um... But of all of this, what do you think the Phoenix lights are? What do you think they are? Do you think it's coming from the base in Tucson? Do you think are they are the A-10 jets from um, uh, Tucson? Do you think that the A-10 jets were the ones that practicing formations were they dropping flares as to um, show that the lights were disappearing in the background no one really knows because there's really no one that would know about this if it was government related they're not going to tell you that's how the government is um, if you're aliens unless you're abducted by an alien you wouldn't know so how do you know what it truly was without any evidence, any proof? That's the hard part. To me, the Phoenix lights um, could be a 50-50. It could have been that over certain areas there was a UFO in a triangle shape could have been you know look at it logically yeah certain areas could have had a UFO but then again in another area it could have been the military just experimenting with their jets which to me sounds plausible um if you're if you're supposed if you're going to do let's see some night ex experiments then yeah I can see where you know popping up and causing all this chaos making people believe that it was just an experiment would have a few people be like hmm but then again, it's just too many people seeing a variation of something. Now, I would say it was a UFO if there was consistency. Thousands of people saw a large triangle shape that blocked out the, the, the night sky that had five white lights 
you know, like five white, you know, four white lights and one fifth light in the back. Now, if everybody saw that with no deviation from that, then okay, I would say possibly UFO. But then you have people who are saying that they saw four orange lights with one white light. Or they saw um, variations of that orange and white combo together. That, there's not a whole census on that. Um, only a few people saw that. So that makes me believe that maybe that event was military. Again, don't shoot the messenger. It's just my opinion. Um, so it's kind of hard to, to say the Phoenix lights were all UFO based because I honestly don't believe it's all UFO based. I know UFO enthusiasts want this to be 100% UFO, but I just feel like it's not 100% UFO. I think part of it has to do with the military. And we all know that the military doesn't talk, doesn't speak. Um, they like to keep things under a very tight wrap. And we're never going to know what it was. Um, the only way we're going to find out is if it is military, or it was military, anybody that was present at the time speaks out. But then again, if they speak out, what are the possibilities that people will believe them? Very slim. They'll be called a nut, nut, nutcase, nut job. Um, I honestly believe that the large triangle shape was a UFO, but the rest of the sites, the sightings, was military. My opinion. Like I said, it's my opinion. But I don't think for me to believe this 100% that the Phoenix Light 100% across the board were UFOs. Everybody that saw those lights in those three states would have to have seen the same thing. And from what I read and what the videos I saw on YouTube, I don't see that. I don't see that across the board one at all. I see thousands of people calling about the triangle shape. But then everybody else that called in, called in about orange lights with white light. Or white lights with an orange light and, um, and stuff like that. So... I don't believe that the Phoenix Lights were 100% UFO based. I don't. I'm going to have to go 50-50. I'm going to say 50% probably was UFO. And, you know, little E.T. came back and wanted to say, hello, how are you? I'm here. Don't forget, I'm watching you. And then the rest... We're out of the base that was state, you know, the base there, Davis in Tucson. 
that's what I'm saying. Um, you know, we're all entitled to our opinions. You know, and that's wonderful. That's what we're, we have here is to have your opinion, you're entitled to your opinion, your belief. But I am curious as to, to know what do you think? What do you think the Phoenix Lights were? Were they military based? Were they UFO based? Um, many people believe it's military based, but the skeptics, which are hundreds out there, thousands, um, don't believe in UFOs and, and will say there, will say, hey, all these people saw this, you're near a base in Tucson. It's not a UFO. It's just the military doing their experiments, their nightly experiments. And people will probably agree with that and people won't and people will up in arms. But back at that time, a lot of people stated that that was the UFO. That the lights of the Phoenix were UFOs that were coming down. Now, according to some, Phoenix area is a hotbed for UFO sightings. Is it true? Don't know. Is it false? Don't know. But I can say UFOs are a hotbed over Roland Heights, California, where you can look into the east and you can see clearly objects flying, appearing and disappearing. Satellites? No. They don't look like satellites to me. But there are a lot of videos out on YouTube regarding the Roland Height lights. So, you know, you can... It can go either way, in my opinion. But I'm sticking to my 50% UFO base and then 50% military base is what I'm sticking with. And many people will be like, oh, you're crazy, it's all UFO. Okay, well, if you believe it was a UFO based, then so be it. It was UFO based. If you believe it's 100% military, then that, go for it. Believe it's 100% military. But everybody is entitled to what they believe. And I, at this precise moment, believe it is a 50-50. 50% UFO, 50% military, and unless there is hardcore evidence from the military saying, this is what we did, this is what we conducted, these are the results from this, it was weather balloons, or whatever the hell the military would, would say, then I'd change my mind. But as of right now, as of today, I believe that the Phoenix Lights were 50% UFO and 50% military. Now, if you want to convince me otherwise, by all means, you're, you're, you're more than welcome to convince me. 
we're not I'm not here to prove to you I'm not here to make you see my point of view um I'm not here to pass judgment I'm not here to analyze criticize I'm not here to do any of that I'm just here to tell you about the phoenix lights and what I believe what you believe is what you believe and what I believe is what I believe and I believe that the Phoenix Lights were 50% alien and 50% UFO. Um, so go ahead and, and drop me a line, like, subscribe, share this podcast. Um, the more you share, the, the more it helps with my new podcast and... I want to get it out there as much as possible. So please do share your podcast. If you like the episode, give it a, a, a like, a, a, a click on the star review if you're on Apple Podcast. Um, I greatly appreciate it. Um, don't forget, you can also donate to um, Anchor, to to my Anchor account. You know, it helps me um, buy better equipment it'll help me buy some stuff that will make my podcast better Um, so don't forget let me know what you believe of the Phoenix Lights down below and uh, don't forget you gotta keep it ghosting we all ghosting next episode will be on Thursday and that topic will be an interesting topic so stay tuned for Thursday Um, don't forget to keep it ghosting and I will see you all later bye to the podcast community and you want to start a new podcast and you're looking for a platform that is user-friendly that has everything you need at your fingertips that won't set any limits that you can earn money then I would recommend anchor now anchor can be used basically anywhere you could be in your car, you can be laying on the sofa in bed where you can edit, um, record and upload. Um, you can throw in um, soundtracks. You can, I mean, everything is there for you. Now I use it because like it's user friendly and um, it is free and I find it really easy to navigate without it being very confusing 
that most platforms, you know, before you can even try it out, you need to sign up and pick a plan. I like Anchor because I don't have to go through any of that. So I recommend it. Now, if you really want to get into it, I recommend you going to your website, anchor.fm, and, you know, signing up. Or you can download anchor.fm from the Google Store, iTunes, um, and give it a try. So don't forget to go to anchor.fm, sign up, and I'll see you all in podcast community.